What's going on, uh, listeners? This is uh, Hurt, your boy. We are here on our first episode of Come On Man podcast, and we got our special guest, Bruce Bick. That's how you said it. Bruce Beck. 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 See, I'm, I'm jacking up this. <laughs> That's why I was trying to get the information. Yeah, I don't like my last name. <laughs> I just say Bruce. <laughs> just Okay, so we're just going to say Bruce yeah. to save that, save his last name. Um. Yeah, just we just uh, just this podcast is just something for men to have like a little safe space to get stuff off their chest. You know, we could talk about sports, football, uh, yeah, sports, marriage, um, daily life things that we deal with as men, and just kind of just just in general, just getting a lot of stuff off our chest because they we us men we don't have a lot of things or uh, a lot of spaces to yeah. To basically get stuff off our chest, because if we say something the wrong way, then people think uh, we're being too soft or too weak, or mm-hmm. they look at us crazy, like, "Oh, you trying to give up or what?" Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but uh, Most I was, yeah, but uh, but more likely here's I guess um, Bruce. Uh, you want to introduce yourself and everything? Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks for you know having me on as the uh, first guest for this podcast. That's awesome. And uh, I'm Bruce. Um, I live in Houston for a little over a year. I just moved down from Colorado. Um, I was there for a couple of years. I was in the military for a little over seven years. And before that, I was in Miami the whole time, just going to school and working um, before joining. So, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much like the big core stuff that's happened in my life. Okay, okay, okay. That's and you said you that you've been in the Air Force and stuff. Yeah, I was in the Air Force for um, most of my time was in Montana. I did like six years, hmm. and then I went overseas for a year in Turkey. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. My time there in Turkey. All uh, my Turkish brothers there. I miss <laughs> you guys. Uh, shout out to the Turkish brothers. Was yeah. good. Hope you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, is that is that is that where you met your wife, or no? I met her in uh, Miami. Oh, before damn. I went into the Air Force. Okay, it was actually her idea because <laughs> she wanted to go into the Air Force. Really, but I ended up going in the Air Force. Okay, and then and what she she's always been a little jealous since I you know did what she wanted to do. Yeah. That was like her her whole dream that she wanted to go. Okay. Is that so, what, what she, oh, so she jealous because she didn't get a chance to go to the Air Force or what? Yeah, she she was going to school for, like, aeronautical engineering, like stuff to do with planes and stuff. That, that's but how I ended up going to the Air Force. But <laughs> <laughs> that's she, was, she was happy, at least, you know, to be part of it mm-hmm. as a spouse. So. Okay. And my father, he was he was also in the Air Force. So that was another factor. Oh damn! And me going so. Okay, so you just kind of following your family's footsteps. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. After school, I didn't really know what what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I went and finished my associates, but I was just, you know, working, just like a normal job, and I didn't have anything. Oh damn! To really do with my degree, and then I ended up, you know, just looking into it. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. And, uh, you know, and she chose the path, like, just being a teacher just for a backup or? or yeah, well, she had all kind of jobs because it's kind of hard for spouses 
because we're like you know always moving and not knowing you know the situations of school and stuff so yeah. that's that's like a you know a huge sacrifice for sure yeah that they have to go through but um yeah hopefully Houston is somewhere we settle for a long time okay so we can plant our roots and she can you know it'll be more stable yeah so further. yeah so what, what uh what made you uh, Houston out of out of out of all places you could have lived anywhere else but you know Houston Texas uh, what, yeah what made you what the, made the you? biggest factor was finding somewhere warmer for sure <laughs> like you're not a we cult? were we you know being we were in Montana mm-hmm. for six years so I'm I'm really used to the cold okay so Colorado was a little warmer than Montana so it wasn't that bad but I still wanted to go somewhere that wasn't snowing like half the year. So you, oh, I thought you was a snow person, like a cold person. Like, well, oh. I'm I'm used to the snow. Like it'll get into fifties and sixties. Oh damn! But I'm still wearing like flip flops and shorts. You know, I see I go outside, <laughs> people like wearing Uggs and stuff. Oh damn! So you you the one with the shorts and the white beaters yeah. and slides. Talk yeah, that's about all I, wear. I ain't cold. That's that's <laughs> that's the Miami outfit. It's like shirt, shorts, some socks, and the flip flops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it's. Summer, oh, pretty man. much all year round. Shit, man, shit. Okay, okay. Um, no, but uh, yeah, we were supposed to do that conversation starter, but we, we already started the conversation, so it's getting pretty good. Yeah, we could just <laughs> we can talk yeah. about anything, really. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and hit that with that question. So, what is one thing you would you know you would change as a man in our society? Um, and now this is specifically. Only for men, or is it just for oh, society can, in general? Yeah, it's, it, it's, 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 it's however way you mix it up, you know, it can be men, it can be in general, it can just be anything. Like, what would you what would you change personally in society just in general? You just oh, do it man. like that. If you had the, if you had the I power. mean, there's, there's so many things. Well, pick one. I feel like I would say education mm-hmm. would probably be one of the main things. Just being able to have more access for everybody okay. to have education. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't really see any cons to people being able to learn. Just having a, a smarter, you know, um, society in general. Mm-hmm. Instead of people not being able to study what they want to study because of mostly, of course, finances in this country. It's, a, it's, it's really expensive for like going to universities and creating that then some people just don't have that you know those resources to do that yeah sound like kind, um, of, kind of scoot the uh mic in a little bit okay. yeah it kind of fading in and out it's all good go my bad go ahead continue but yeah i would say yeah that would probably be one of the big things i'm not even just saying free education but just something that's uh reasonably available for people to go you know everybody can't go to the obviously most prestigious universities for free of course but just having uh i think that would be good for overall society okay so 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 education is more like a a more uh forefront type of thing for you because basically your main priority is education yeah and is that just like just in general from like from young kids all the way to like uh, adults oh yeah for sure okay I would say because uh, 
one of the main factors for me joining the military was to get free education. Mm. Uh, so I was able to get, you know, school while I was in, but, um, obviously, you know, that takes years of a commitment just to be able to go to school. Right. And, you know, everybody can't join the military. True. So it feels like you have to make such a big commitment, you know, moving around with your family and stuff just to be able to have free education. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, you know, just being available for everybody to have access to it. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. I, I kind of agree with you on that because it's kind of, uh, it's kind of harder for people to, well, it's limited for people like who have like harsh backgrounds and stuff. Like oh yeah. Chemical, uh, criminal uh criminal a criminal criminal backgrounds and stuff yeah. or that just done something in their later years and it kind of hurts them now mm-hmm. as an adult or whatever and you know whatever they're trying to do like go to the military or have like a big high paying mm-hmm. uh, career and you know how the industry is they look at your resume they look if you got a degree yeah. if you have some type of knowledge or whatever and they just like now nah, you're not you're not qualified because yeah. you don't have these credentials we're looking for because you, uh, you, you stole when you was like ten or mm-hmm. whatever, or you did this, and you was hanging out with the wrong crowd, or your name is different, like the Quisha or something like that, yeah. or, or stereotyping, <laughs> or you know, stereotyping. So, and it, it's kind of hard, not just, not not just for a particular particular race, it's just for people in general. Mm. It's hard because I know everybody, you know, have the opportunity to do better, but it just in a circumstances, you know, it's really, really difficult for them to do that. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned the, you know, the prison aspect. That's a, that's another huge, you know, thing I see in this country. Mm-hmm. That's vastly different than, you know, some of the other uh, European countries in terms of um, getting people back into society. Mm-hmm. I feel like while people are in prison in other I'll, I'll just say, like, Sweden or Switzerland, they have, like, TVs and books, and they, you know, they encourage people to learn. Okay. And I think when they get out, it's not, you know, as harsh as not being able to find a job compared to being here, where it just seems like it's a jungle in the prison here. And then when you get out, people, you know, still judge you, mm-hmm. and don't want to hire you because of, you know, whatever you're supposed to do, even though it's supposed to be like, oh, you you've done your time so it should be cleared but that's not really how it is no once they get out so yeah i think that's another big thing i would change um yeah in this country specifically but i got you yeah yeah this country is pretty pretty different because like you said bouncing you know bouncing off what you said is yeah it's kind of hard for anybody who gets out and gets out of the jail system and comes out and back into society and trying to basically, they basically starting over, mm-hmm. and you know they think they can go get any type of job, but now they got that background, yep. and then it's like, oh, you can't work here because you got this. It's like, oh, I'm trying to change. If you give me an opportunity to change, yeah, or give me that second chance, I can show you like, hey, I'm that, I'm, I'm, I'm changed, and I can do mm-hmm. whatever. I can start and you know start at the bottom and work start start at the bottom and work my way up. But a lot of people are picky because they have mm. that sense of power. Like, oh, you know, we don't want you. We don't want you. Them, you know, we don't want your type of people. You know, your type to work in our company because what happened? 
you know, yeah. in the past or whatever. So, it, yeah, it is pretty difficult to see how things are just. I mean, it it all <laughs> circles back to, I guess, just like that financial greed, really. Like, every, I feel like everything that has some kind of problems, mm-hmm. you can always circle it back to just finances or people needing to milk it out of, you know, uh, like college. It's yeah. so expensive. Mm-hmm. Prisons, you know, they have a certain amount of uh, cells they need to fill up. Yeah. So I feel like I really greed. I think you could just seize the core of everything. Mm. Okay. That could be fixed. So. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? What what things I would change in society? Um, I think I think one thing I'd change in society would be um what would be one thing if I was to change something in society? I just think um the the not their environment but the the, the people culture. Mm-hmm. You know the the culture of the people, how we you know how we treat how we treat each other, because mm-hmm. you know how it is today with the social media and stuff. Um, it's kind of hard to have like a interaction like how we are mm-hmm. having like person to person because you know how that was back in the day. You had to oh, yeah. go to the girl, talk to her. She had to see you. You had to put your one liner in there, but make sure it's good. Yeah. And, and everything. Or the same thing with the God friends, you know, y'all look at each other from a distance, y'all nod your head, go to class, and then and then, you know, slowly y'all get closer and, and then somehow, some way y'all communicate and become friends. Yeah. But that we don't have that. Yeah, know, we don't we, have that anymore. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. It just it's just kinda like a social media base. It'd be like, oh, hey, what's up, Bruce? Hey, can I Let's go hang out. Nah, man, hit me on my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> we talk from there. You got to <laughs> get to know my online persona first. Yeah. Or like, I can just yeah, hit my IG. Yeah, hit my IG before I talk to you in person. <laughs> yeah, people, they don't give their numbers out. They give their, what, their Snapchats and Instagrams out. Yeah, and their Tinders and, <laughs> Tinders and all that. And yeah, I'm too old for all that, man. Yeah, man. I don't even have a Snapchat. <laughs> and Instagram, I think it, just, it was complete. Uh, automatically for me because I had a Facebook. So yeah, I just give you one. <laughs> no, yeah, man. So it's just that I think that'll be one thing out of change in society is just the people, the culture of the people, man. Because I think we need that back. Yeah, it just in general, just to have that that human inter interaction. Because you, I, it's it's kind of hard to do that because you can't put two people who's really hardcore in the social media aspect mm. and then take their phones away and put them in two chairs facing each other and like, all right, all y'all got to do is have a conversation. Yeah. And then, and yeah, then the closest it, thing to that in the future, it'll be like virtual. Well, you can have like virtually your face, mm-hmm. you know, make it seem like you're in the same room, but you're still actually virtual. Oh, but you're not in the actual same room. Yeah. I saw it was, uh, I would think it was Microsoft. They came out with some technology. Okay. It's supposed to be for, to be used for like work. So you put everybody's face or body mm-hmm. in a, like a conference room. It'll look like everybody's there, but everybody's still home. Right. So that'll be like the closest thing to interaction in the future, I think, mm-hmm. or constant interaction. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, that'll just be something that, that it'll be like a really big change, and it, it, we still have it. You rarely see it, mm-hmm. and when you go out in public or whatever, 
you, you rarely see having that interaction with people. But it'd be mostly like the the older the older uh generation mm. that like kinda like our generation. You could still have like a decent conversation. Yeah. Before you they get call the AKA the the boomers. <laughs> yeah, before you get to the Gen X and Z Y and yeah. all that other crap. Yeah, my mom <laughs> my mom doesn't use the internet at all. Damn. Like she works on a computer all day, but yeah. when she gets home, she act like she don't know how to use the internet. She don't know how to, she don't have an email, nothing. Oh, damn. You're like a, like a CIA agent or something. <laughs> That's what's up. You know, my mom, she, she, she does with it. She, she does with the social media, but she goes straight to YouTube to watch like videos. Yeah. That's stuff. pretty much. <laughs> the, that's what she uses. YouTube. She'll work. She'll watch like a workout video. Yeah. From the nineties. Yeah, yeah, mine. She she watches like news news uh, article videos mm-hmm. from uh, Honduras because she she that's where that's where my family is from. Oh, okay, from Honduras, and she watches like all the news, what's going on out there. Yeah, yeah. And she she tells me and she was like, oh, they Honduras got a lot of corruption. You mm-hmm. watch out before you go out there. And but uh, that's you know that's just kind of her thing and stuff. So she she like in the know. Before yeah. She, before she heads out there and to check on her. On our people and stuff. So yeah, my mom, she's not gonna learn anything unless somebody tells her. <laughs> like my little brothers, they'll clue her in on current stuff that's going on. Because mm-hmm. besides that, she everything is word of mouth for her. It's yeah, word she, of mouth. Yeah, she don't research nothing, look up nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's super old school. Yeah. No, nah, but um, let's call it. So man, like. Like what's what what's what's uh so what about the what about the marriage life? How's how's marriage? How's the marriage life? It's going good. Okay. How's you know, we have the you know, typical issues. Yeah. Communication yeah. and anger and you know, just normal life. I guess that's normal marriage. Yeah. It's on- <laughs> <laughs> no, it is normal marriage, man. You, I not- feel like yeah, everybody goes through the same things it just people handle stuff differently yeah you know? yeah yeah that's i think that's the general thing is marriage is just a typical just a you basically boyfriend and girlfriend just the, you just got the platinum version of it mm-hmm. you know you upgraded the subscription yeah for sure <laughs> so yeah, you, you could definitely tell the difference yeah before before and after girlfriend and marriage yeah yeah, well, the fiance fiance and and well, well that, that that middle stage, and then you get to marriage. Yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of yeah, the same thing here is the the same typical stuff, you know, little arguments here, or mm-hmm. she gets on my nerves, or or she, I get on her nerves, or I just don't say nothing, <laughs> but something something a little stupid or whatever. I leave the toilet seat up or whatever. Yeah, just a little general things, but. Yeah, you know, I'm in it, a house full of women, so I understand that <laughs> sentiment. So yeah, so you just kind of learn how to, you know, kind of you you have to find different ways how to handle handle the handle the our spouses in a different way mm-hmm. instead of just going off and you know, hey man, like and yeah. just go you know sideways and go twenty one savage on her. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to do that. So you have to find a way to like, okay, she tripping, she tripping about something. I'm I'm gonna go over here and you like, hey, I'm gonna give me a few minutes. Let me go walk off and play the game or do something. Yeah. But they they take that the wrong way because I don't know how yeah. how women uh 
perceive things when we say things to them. They, give they take it as a disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> like if you just go to your room and, you know, stay to yourself. Yeah. They take that as, you know, the end of the world. No. And, and, <laughs> the, and then the crazy thing is like we explained that to them. We were like, hey, I'm just going to go take a walk real quick because I'm, 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 I'm kind of hot right now and I don't want to go off on you. Let me go through. Oh, no, no. We're going to talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like. We, no, we can't talk about it right now. No, I'm ready for it right now. And he's like, nah, all right, I'm gone. It's their timing. Yeah, bad, yeah, bad timing, and they still try to push your, you know, your buttons and stuff, and then you go up to your room or you go, you go, go do something different. So just to just to calm yourself down before you have this serious conversation with her. Yeah, and then you can kind of go to your office and clear my mind. Okay, what happened today? Oh, I left the toilet seat up, or I didn't wash no dishes, or. I did something stupid mm-hmm. or I say something crazy and then you kind of play it back and be like, okay, I can say, okay, I'm cool. I'm calm and collective. I can say this to her. Okay. Hey babe, we're going to talk at this time downstairs in the living room, just me and you before we put the kids up or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll put, I'll put the dogs up if, you, if you're an animal lover type yeah. thing. Yeah. My issue is I'm sarcastic and petty. So <laughs> you're petty. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> with her for sure. <laughs> like I know I can simply you know just apologize but sometimes in the moment I just feel like I have to make a point <laughs> you'd be like go uh-huh. go do something and I'll be like okay I'm just gonna or um, yesterday I could say um, she was asking me to go get a tower or something yeah and there uh, some kind of argument and then I was walking away. She's like, we're in the middle of an argument. I'm like, I'm just simply going to go get a towel that you asked me to do you know, five minutes ago. <laughs> Knowing that, you know, you shouldn't walk away in the middle of an argument right. or a discussion, I should say. It wasn't too much of an argument. Right. But, you know, little things like that, it can explode right. into a moment just from being petty and sarcastic and stuff like that. You don't look like the petty. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like the petty type. Yeah. I can see you sarcastic. I don't I'm, I never seen you as the pity. <laughs> um, no, I, I can agree, man. You know, she would probably tell me do stuff. And, you know, she would probably tell me, like, example, she would probably tell me her day, be like, hey, babe, I did this, and blah, 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 and everything happened. And, man, I'm doing a lot, and I need this, I need that, I need all this type of help. And, you know, I think she's trying to ask me for help. But she's not like telling me like, "Hey, I need your help." Yeah. But she just like tell me a whole spill of what's going on in her day, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what's up. Um, yeah, I hope you get through it. You know, I'm here to support <laughs> you and like, whatnot." Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, and then <laughs> she looks at me crazy, it's like, "Motherfucker, I, I told you I, I need your help. You didn't say you did. You got to for me for her. I let her know like, "Hey, you got to specify whatever you need." You know, yes. you, if you need help, just say, "Hey, Bruce, or hey, Alan, hey, I need, I need help. That's I need help with this thing. Yes. I need help with the kids, or I need help with the dishes. I need help with you putting the seat down in the toilet, or whatever." Yeah, I call that the mind reader syndrome. <laughs> they can, yeah, they think read they, their mind instead yeah, of just. They think we're like <laughs> they think we're like uh not not just our wives, but they like women in general. They think we got these movie scripts, yeah, and we got to read off these scripts so. And to make it sound good, like, oh, this is what I want to hear in my in my mind. Mm. But he's not telling me that. He's just telling me whatever. That's good. And that's it. And it was like, 
yeah, that's that's how we are. We ain't, yeah. we ain't got no. I tell you, I'm not in no damn movie or I'm not in no script that you that you have in your mind that I gotta say these perfect things to make it sound good. Like, oh yeah, babe, I'm gonna I'm gonna glide from the stairs and wash these dishes and take care of these kids and yeah. change their diapers and clean the dog's yeah. butt and then vacuum at the same time and then jig for you in the middle of the living room. I'm not, no, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> I just came, yeah. I just came for work. Whatever you need me to do, I got it. I take out the chairs, take out the kids, and and I'm, I just want to kick it. I just want to chill. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, my my wife, she likes to, she likes to um, make her presence known when she's doing stuff around the house. Really? Yeah, she'll she'll she like bang in the kitchen. Or something? She'll like backing right near my door. <laughs> she'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> she'll sigh very loud. Yeah. <sighs> really? No, I'm hungry. I don't I don't know what to eat. It's like you're a, you know, you could just tell me you're hungry. You want me to go get you something. Right. Like I don't want to have to guess if you want me to like warm you something up in the fridge or go something. Just tell me. Yeah. yeah you know. That's it. It doesn't have to be like a whole journey. No. Because like I think as as men we're, we're really simple. We're really simple creatures. Like we just want to go to work, provide, sleep play our games and, you know, have sex or whatever. If that's, if that's your, if that's your intentions. But I think our list is really simple, but you look at their list it's like a laundry list of things that have to do before they die. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like, no, like I'm not, no, I'm not, I don't think we're going to make this list before we, (laughs) you know, and it's just like, no, man, we're very simple creatures. And we, I think, us in general, we just make everything super difficult. Yeah, as human yeah. beings. Yeah, they 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 do do a lot. I know. Um, I definitely can help out with uh more around the house. You know, doing things daily like uh, laundry and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's more in just uh just you know just tell me you need help. Yeah, because when she does tell me, I I feel like I'll you know just do it right away or we'll do it together. Okay, instead of just uh. Taking more, you know, yeah, you taking trying more. to just give me hints on yeah. that. I need to do it <laughs> pretty much. Just tell <laughs> yeah. me I need to do it. Yeah, that's it. that's it. Yeah. You're not like you say, you're not no mind reader or yeah. you're not. I'm, I'm bad at hints, too. You know, my wife tell me to do something in a hint formation. I'm like, I don't know what she's doing. So she <laughs> over there doing something with her hands, doing the fucking Omaha, Omaha <laughs> formation call. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I need to need help with this. And then I'm like, why you just didn't say that? It's just, yeah. it's like you out here screaming Omaha like you paint man in the sun. Like, <laughs> like, dude, come on now. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> very simple man. Yeah. I just need simple instruction. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I think, I think we try to specify that or to our to our wives and stuff, or just the women in general. And so uh, I think for women, they just need to have a little bit more understanding mm. and more, um, more you know, not leeway, but more, I don't know what's that word. I, I, think, I think it's more understanding in that general aspect. It's just kind of whatever we got going on in our situation that we just need them to understand like, hey, I'm, I'm having a bad day today, but I'm figuring it out. Just give me some time, and then yeah. you know, once I'm ready to talk to you about it, I'll talk to you, or whatever. But at, at most of the times, it's hard. It's hard to send things to them because when you say something like, "Hey, I'm having a bad day," they want to jump on the jump and be Mister uh, Super de- Detective mode and like, "Oh, yeah. what I need to do? What happened? Yes. What, what time of day were you at when you start feeling sad and all this other crap?" I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I don't need you to do that. I just need you to just let me, give me some time. Let me go upstairs, play some FIFA on the play PS4, PS5, um, play some Call of Duty real quick, re- refresh my mind, or let me go to the gym. And then I've once yeah. I cool off and figure out what I got to do, then if I'm ready to talk to you, then I'll let you know and I'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I would say, um, you know, they're very nurturing, and I feel like they want to solve things, you know, right away mm-hmm. through – it could be through communication and talking, but you know, sometimes it's, as men, we're not built like that to where we want to, um, you know, discuss everything and talk about our emotions and feelings. Sometimes we just, you know, just need some time to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, and sometimes we don't maybe even want to talk about it. Maybe we just want to mention it and bring it up, but maybe there's just, there's not an actual problem that, you know, you need to solve or anything. Right. Something you know, that'll blow over everything. I feel like doesn't need to have a huge discussion about in our lives, you know? Right. But if we do, you know, want to eventually talk about it, um, then I, th- I think it's a, uh, it's a good outlet for them. So. We got you. So, yeah, man. So, um, it look like they were close to time or whatnot. Uh, we don't know, but overall, this is a good conversation. Oh yeah, I'm I'm glad you opened up. You know, this I'm surprised. You know, you opened up fully to me, and you know, like, hey man, this is what I'm going through, and blah blah blah. blah. I was like, oh shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's no, but this sometimes is sometimes people. That's all they need. You know, just another you know guy just to talk about stuff. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. That's that, that's that's that, and I think you know hopefully this podcast gets bigger. And then we are, we're gonna share it to other other guys who needs to talk and get shit off their chest, because I think that's all we need to do. Is, uh, yeah. for us men is just get a lot of shit off our chest. Yeah. But we don't have a, we don't have a uh, how she how, how she said a safe haven or a safe place. Yeah, safe but place. A safe place to uh, release all that because we would say it to the wrong person and they, I said, I said, I said, yeah. hey, hey, he over there talking about he mm-hmm. and this and that. He, he talk about he trying to give up as a man. Oh, he he full of shit, and then they just go a whole. And then yeah. now they got this conspiracy theory about you. You know, like, oh, you you tired and mm-hmm. you you don't want to work no more and blah blah blah. And you didn't even say all that. You just say, hey man, I just need to take a little break. That's exactly <laughs> how I be. 100%. I just need to understand. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but um, to well. Yeah, we have we got a little time. Um, like, if you have any, if you, if you had any advice for like other man who's li- other man who's listening to the podcast, like to help them out, like what what they're going through, and it can be just anything, like just anything in general, like just daily lives as men, like what we go through, and like what you're struggling with today, like um, like what would you? I don't know if I'm the best example. For giving out advice, because I've only been, you know, with my wife, and so I don't have, uh, you know, too many different experiences to go off of. But I would say, um, communication. Try not to shut off too much. I, I know we need our time, you know, but um, it can't be, you know, every day where you shut off, um, because it is a marriage. Right. It is you and you know, your other person. So if they want to help out, you know, 
just try to give them that uh, leeway if they want to help out. Because at the end of the day, I don't think they're trying to do anything, you know, maliciously or trying to hurt you. So, right. Um, for sure, communication, I would say, is the biggest thing. Okay. And not not try to be sarcastic and petty like I do when you do <laughs> communicate. You know, yeah. try to be mature about it. Okay. You know, what, what about the, in, the, in the men aspect of it? Like, what do you, what, if he... You was like giving advice to another man, not not um, like, not not just like in, just in, in general life as a living a living a life as a man. Like, what would you give another man? Um, I would say that you learned off your course of your your past journeys and stuff. I would say your mental health is a uh, is a big thing. Mm. Don't try to take on too much. Don't try to. Uh, Take on too much that you feel, you know, is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, since getting out of the military, I've had a lot less stress because I've always had, you know, expectations while you're in. And that's why one of the main reasons I wanted to get out. Um, and ever since then, I'm glad I made that choice of getting out mm-hmm. because of the mental health aspect. And I feel like um, it's, a, it's it's okay to take breaks and feel weak like you say mm-hmm. if you're feeling down just to take that time for yourself don't let anybody feel that you need to just man up and keep pushing through yeah you know if, if you're uh if your mind is not right right and you always need to get your mind right to be able to you know succeed and you know get through life really oh so okay i'll say take care of your mental health first yeah everything yeah. else will fall in place okay Damn. that's what's up that's some deep stuff appreciate that bruce um. Uh, yeah. I. I. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. Uh, as the. As the. You know. We had a good. Good conversation here with Bruce, our special guest on the first episode of the Come On Man podcast. Um. <coughs> and we just you know giving out you know like I said before at the beginning uh, we're just here just to give, just give men safe men safe space to be themselves get stuff off their chest or whatever they go through in their daily lives. And this is, this is what the podcast is for. So if any, you have, you know, if any men listening and they want to join the podcast and get some stuff off their chest, just hit me up on my Instagram or my, uh, I don't know. I think that's the only thing I got is my Instagram or I'll give you my email address and we can like set us up a schedule and we can just set that up and, and you can come on the podcast and, speak your mind and share your stories and stuff too so um other than that man i appreciate that bruce man appreciate for taking the time and (laughs) and sharing your stories and sharing your experiences and stuff um i know this is we're just kind of winging it right now trying to set up this whole podcast thing but i feel like it's gonna be something big you know yeah i feel like it was a good first episode yeah it was a good first episode i I feel good this is kind of like a vent like a venting session for men, you know, we venting a lot of stuff. Um, but other than that, then yeah, it didn't even take that long. <laughs> that time was flying. Just <laughs> yeah. talking. Yeah, we're just talking. But um, other than that, yeah. So yeah, if y'all just wanna, you know, all men, shout out to all men and shout out to all the people, um, who's listening. Um, where we're, you know. This is yeah. This is just the this is just the beginning of something great, and where I just want to definitely 
do like a, a tradition of giving sending all positive vibes to whoever I'm talking to. Uh, but Bruce, man, you're doing great things. You have a lovely house. You're doing, <laughs> appreciate you, you have a lovely family. You're doing great things as you. in your career. Um, you know, I, and you're just doing just amazing things as a man. And, uh, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, I want you to hear that in general. So if you're not getting that, that's just letting you know that your work is being noticed and appreciate it's that. not going in vain. So, um, and <laughs> And uh, yeah, but but all my listeners appreciate it. Uh, this is the first episode that we're closing out. And until then, peace, love, and positivity to you, your love, your family, your dog, and whoever you feel that you care about. <laughs> <laughs> until then, peace out. Peace, peace.